Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the podcast. This show gives me the opportunity to talk to really good writers from all over the place in the area of direct response marketing mostly. And today I'm talking with Krista Nichols, who is the co-owner with her husband Jeremy of Hub Creative Media. Now they're in, of all places, Alden, Iowa, which is not the biggest place on the planet. And yet Krista's pretty well known in in this field. So I'm thinking she's doing something right. So uh, welcome. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Um, Before we get a little bit into your background and how you got started doing all of this, I'm going to throw a curveball at you right off the top and tell me what makes writing good. What do you look for that says, this is really good writing? I look for something that speaks to me personally, something that tells me that the writer is taking into account who they're writing for. I think that when the audience is targeted well, whether it's a nonfiction or a fiction or ad copy or sales copy, when you can tell that the person is really dialed into who will be reading it, that's what makes a big difference for me. Okay. So you can have the best copy in the world, but if it's not targeting the people the right way, it's, it's useless basically. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Very good. Well, let's talk a little bit about you and how you got to where you are, which is owning uh, your own agency in uh, in Iowa there. Uh, you took a little bit of a left turn along the way because uh, you were in college for journalism. Right. I have a background in journalism and a minor in sociology. So I like words and I like studying people and how people think and learn and act as groups but yeah, I'm, I train in journalism, so it makes for snappy short copy, but I never actually wrote for a newspaper after college. I went into graphic design for about 15 years. I did websites and graphic design, and I didn't start really writing again until just the last few years. You also dabbled a little bit in politics. I did. Well, I did um, promotions and marketing for a local politician. Yeah. Um, and she's actually serving on the Iowa Senate now. This will be her third term as a politician. And she was, she's been one of my biggest, um, champions and 
my first work mentor, actually. Mm -hmm. She was a mom. We both, I was newly married. She was a 30 something mom and we ran a business together in her office basement. And so we just made it work. And she was first person who showed me that where there's a will, there's a way, and you can create a business that suits your life instead of the other way around. So that leads me to what you're doing now, which is the fact that you did create a business, uh, Hub Creative Media. What led you to do that and how long have you been doing it now? Hub Creative Media has probably been in existence for about five years, but it really launched into the digital marketing realm about three years ago. We also have a business that focuses in the livestock industry, creating promotional materials and marketing materials for cattle auctions. And about three years ago, I got word that the owners of the company that held most of the contracts that we worked under were getting ready to retire. So that meant things were about to get really creative for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm making it sound a lot nicer than it really was. It was actually, it was a really big blow because it kind of came out of left field and they didn't tell me themselves. They, they just let me hear it through the grapevine. You know? Oh, and so, but honestly, that's probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me for the sake of my business and you know, for the sake of me dialing into the things that I'm actually really good at and find a lot of joy and fulfillment in. So that was the time that I decided I needed to ramp it up with Hub Creative Media. And I started learning about digital marketing and using social media to promote my business. But along the way, I realized that there were an awful lot of people out there who really needed somebody to help them with these services. And so I dabbled in social platform management and ads management for Facebook, uh, but where I really found a lot of success and a lot of enjoyment was in writing copy. And it, it seems like what your, your biggest push for your clients is getting, not just getting their, getting their message out, but identifying their message and helping them craft the message, which comes back to what you said earlier about good writing, because if you don't have the right message, if your message isn't being sent out there effectively, you're not going to grow your business. You're not going to keep your business. So talk to me right. how you how you settled into that. It seems like that's your niche. It is. I work with a lot of people who are coaches and consultants. They have memberships or they're coaches. And so they're selling ideas. They're selling their knowledge and they're selling ways that people can grow and learn in their own businesses. But a lot of times they don't know how to put that into words. They don't know how to put it into a description or a message that will speak to the people they actually want to talk to because they're too close. You know, it's there, it's in their heads. They live it, breathe it, and they don't know how to portray it to somebody who's maybe not in the same place that they are. So I come alongside them and I help them think about who is it that they want to get this message and how it affects them, what they need about it and how we can communicate that to them so that they can then make, you know, the easy decision of deciding to take action and opt in on it. I also really kind of lean towards the creative. I like to really make personal connections with them. So I learn about the client. I learn about their voice, how they speak. I learn about their sense of humor, the things they're interested in. And then I pair that with their audience's interests, the pain points that their audience has, the experiences that they're going through in their lives. 
And I use that to draw story elements into the copy that will bring them together to the same place at the same time to connect. So you do a lot of, um, of research before you actually create anything. Talk a little bit about that. Talk about the time spent on research versus the time spent on actual writing. I do spend more time researching than I do writing. I find that it absolutely makes the difference, not only in terms of the quality of the writing, but in terms of revisions and edits. The more researched it is, the less time on the other side of it we spend honing it and refining it and getting those fine, finer details done. So I look into basic demographics. I look into who the target audience follows on social media, what types of things they buy, where they live. And that's not always applicable in the digital world, but yeah, basically anything I can learn about them. I'm really interested in knowing that because I find that it really helps be able to get really specific for my clients to be able to talk to that really specific person that will be a good fit for what they're offering. Do you find, depending on what you're writing, obviously uh, long form direct mail takes longer to write than an email campaign and things like that. But do you find that because of the research that you've done, that there are times that you can just sit down and you can just crank it out like that? Or do you still find that there's rewrites and rewrites and edits and stuff like that? Or is it everything? Is it a combination? You know, it's really, it depends on if it's somebody that I've written with a lot before, then that's very much the case. I've gotten to know them and their voice and they've gotten to know me and are comfortable with the kind of results that we get together. So yeah, if I worked with this person before, or if it's a very, very similar to something that I've written before, then the time is a lot less on the research end because the base knowledge is there. But especially with new clients, I do spend more time and together we spend more time going over it because sometimes, sometimes the client's so close to it that they don't realize what their audience really needs. And so there's a little bit of a learning curve on both ends there where I'm working to show them that it's beneficial for them to maybe try this angle or that angle. And they're helping me to see where they are mentally with it and what they want to present. So while you're not necessarily a quote branding firm, you're helping them with their brand along the way. Yeah, I guess it does kind of all work hand in hand. And I know a lot of digital marketing is like that when you can gather different areas of it, it really helps fill out the whole. I work a lot of other experts who offer different services so that we can present something that's really cohesive to the client that really is solid messaging all the way across on all of their offerings and platforms. What types of experts? Facebook ads managers, funnel builders, any kind of social media marketing platform managers, um, you know, web designers, anyone that's helping them build their offers and present it to the world. It's really great when we can work together as a team for the client so that we can all be presenting something. And yes. having that team lets you focus on what you do best, which is the writing. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a great way to do it. Um, so does the research help you uncover the big idea that you know is going to make this campaign work? Is it a gut feeling sometimes? Is it a combination of all of that? 
Um, I would say it's probably the hook doesn't come from research necessarily. I would say the hook comes from after the research, I sit down and I put myself in the head of the person that I'm writing for. And that's where the hook comes from. I think about how they will think about this. What about this offer will reach them? And that's, that's where that comes from is just being able to put myself where they are and write from that. And I don't always, you know, it's not a hundred percent, but I find that my instincts are pretty solid and I'm, I'm pretty able to catch that. It's, that sounds more like someone who took psychology in college than sociology. Yep. I took a lot of that too. It was kind of, I took a lot of psychology, sociology. Got it. Um, give me some examples of some of your more successful things that you've done for clients, more successful campaigns or a message of some type. What, what were some of the ones that really worked? Well, I recently wrote for an e-com client who's selling a product that helps remove odors from the home. And so there's a line of like detergent type things. And there's also an air purification system. And one of the first of his products that I wrote for was called, uh, it's something that helps remove pet smells. And so I wrote some copy for him that talked about, I mean, I just really put myself in the pet owner brain. Like, you know, you walk down the stairs, you step on the puddle and it's like, not again, but don't worry odor cleanse to the rescue, you know? Um, and so I wrote a series of ads for the different line of products. There was one for athletic clothes, sports clothing, clothing, you know, how to get the scent back into your clothes and get the athlete out of them, you know, and just, I just really like those. And it depends on the target audience too. How old are they? What generation do they come mm-hmm. from? Shorter snappy hook for like millennials, a little bit longer for Gen X. But yeah, the client loved it. And within 48 hours, he was sending me an email back saying the ads are already converting. We're already you know, breaking even and now we're making profit. And we've gone on to have a, an ongoing relationship of me writing copy for them. And so, like I said, I, I love ad copy. It's kind of Facebook ads copy. It's hard because of policy, especially in the info products area where you're talking about growing businesses and health and wellness and those different areas that Facebook has restrictions on, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like it. I kind (laughs) of like trying to craft it and get through that in a way that still converts for the client because it's not easy. You know, it's not something everyone can do, but no, and it's there with Facebook, there are challenges that come up all the time because they change their mind all the time. They change their dynamic. They change their, their restrictions and what worked for you last week won't work this week. And they tell you, you know, too much copy to live to the wrong type of copy. And, and what you ha- you had it just a week earlier. And all of a sudden they're saying, no, can't do this anymore. And you're back to the drawing board. And it's so subjective too, depending on who reviews the ads. If you have someone who is a little more creative or lenient, then no problem. If you have somebody that's going to adhere to the, every letter of policy and interpret what you've written differently than the way you intend, then you might be repealing and <laughs> rewriting your ad copy. But I do have to say, Facebook has instituted a new support chat system in the last couple of months 
that's amazing. They're so helpful, polite, and they just bend over backwards to help the ads managers these days. I really appreciate that. And you would think that they would, given the, the revenue that they get out of this, that they would, not, I mean, they kill the golden, golden goose periodically because they're, they're shutting down ad accounts from people that are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars or more every month. Seeing that, it's hard. It's very frustrating for the client and do everything to help them, whether that, you know, have your extra account and make sure you have everything set up so that you can have your audiences shared. But yeah, sometimes it just seems like it's unavoidable. As you got started in writing, was there a moment, uh, for lack of a better word, an aha moment where you wrote something or you created something or you got feedback from someone where you said, wow, this is it. This is, I'm doing the right thing. I'm good at this. I love this. This is the right, this is my path. Yeah, actually. I mean, it's been a process. I went through, I'm in a mastermind and I jumped into offering all these digital marketing services. I mean, I offered everything, you know, I, I thought, well, that's what you have to do to have an agency. You have to be able to offer everything. And so I spent six months just about burning myself out. <laughs> I rolled into December two years ago, like thinking there's no way I can do this for the rest of my career. And I pretty much quit everything. Like I had a complete client turnover. I don't recommend it. It's, but it was something that had to happen for me. And on a whim, I accepted a job writing ad copy for a Facebook ads agency. And suddenly everything was fun again so long and so hard doing things that I felt like I had to do. And I was completely ignoring the things that I wanted to do and I liked to do. And lo and behold, I was kind of good at it. <laughs> so I'd have to say that was my aha moment of, you know, find the things that you love to do, the things that don't feel like work, and then figure out a way to make a business out of it. Flip side of that, was there a time that you wrote something and it went out and you, it, it turns out that it just, it didn't work. There was, you, you did something that, that wasn't quite right, whether, you know, it was in, in the copy or the way it was targeting an audience or what have you, where you said, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. Uh, but you learn from it and you say, okay, I won't do that again. What was your, I mean, no one is perfect all the time. Some of the biggest companies in the world have screwed up royally. Uh, look at, look at, New Coke, I mean, and how they, what that, what they did. So talk to me about, about your, your learning experience where you just said, okay, okay, I can build from this. Oh yeah, definitely. I think we've all had one of those experiences where you put something out there and it just completely falls flat, wah, wah, you know, <laughs> and nobody clicks, nobody converts. Thankfully, I started out writing for ads when I was in an agency. So like it all had to go through the gatekeeper, you know? So my probably worst failures were caught before they actually spent anybody's ad money. So that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely, and I had a very, very good mentor in that way where to not totally kill my self-esteem on it, but just suggest things. And in that way, I was able to turn it around and quickly come up with something that was a much better fit. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you get that for sure. What's the best advice you ever got, either about writing or just about life in general? 
I think the best advice I've ever gotten about life in general is act, take action. Don't be afraid to take a risk, be smart about it, be wise about it, but you don't know if you don't try. I spent 15 years as a graphic designer because it was what I had stumbled into and it seemed to somewhat be working. But sometimes I think about all those years where I could have been writing and I could have been doing something that I really loved, but I was too afraid to try. Mm -hmm. I was too afraid to make a change and chance failing. And so I truly believe that everything happens in the right timing. So I don't have regrets. But I do think about that. I've gotten a lot more brave the longer I've been doing this. And I'm willing to take chances now because I recognize that some of those risks I've taken have been some of the best decisions I've ever made for my business. Is that also the best advice you've ever given? The best advice I've ever given? Given anyone else, yeah. I mean, I think it really applies to any situation in life that you're facing because we can hold ourselves back and we face enough challenges that come at us externally from the outside. We need to not do that to ourselves on the inside. Very good. Um, what's, what's your biggest challenge now? Where Time. do you see yourself five years from now? Things have changed so quickly for me in the last couple of years. I wasn't writing at all two years ago. Not really. Um, today, I have my own six-figure copywriting business, and I'm a ghostwriter for a publishing company that writes books for nonfiction entrepreneurs. It's very successful, very fun. We're putting out some amazing works by people who um, are transforming the lives of entrepreneurs everywhere. I do not even know <laughs> <laughs> if you had asked me two years ago if I would be doing this, if I'd be being interviewed by you and writing for people like some of the biggest digital marketing people out there, names that everyone knows and recognizes, I would have laughed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so where would I, I could tell you maybe where I'd like to be, but I have no idea. Like I just have really come to realize that the sky is really the limit as long as you're willing to try. So then what, what's the biggest challenge you face right now? time management mm -hmm. for me because I like to stay busy, but 2017 was the year of the breakdown for my business. I took everything apart, everything apart. 2018 was the year of the breakthrough where I found really where I belonged. 2019 is going to be the year of balance for me. So I'm taking steps to step back away from some of the services that I've offered before and really dial in on just the writing really focus on what you do well and that you what you really really like to do yeah and I really want to offer excellence in that I know that when I am doing so many things I'm not able to give the level of excellent service that I can when I step back and take time to not just take care of myself and my family but fewer things that I offer gives more time for each client that I have. I joked earlier about the fact that you're in Alden, Iowa, which is not the biggest place on the planet, and yet you're extremely successful. How do your clients find you? 
they find me online. I'm in several masterminds and that helps. I get a lot of referrals that way. Um, I'm also really active in certain Facebook groups where I know that my ideal clients hang out and I provide a lot of value and I strike up a lot of friendships. It's all online. I don't advertise. <laughs> I don't advertise. I don't do any of that. I just, uh, people find me. Said, but said yeah, the I literally right. live in the middle of a cornfield. If you can mm-hmm. see right now, it's, I'm surrounded by cornfields. So, so the woman who writes really good Facebook ads for other people doesn't advertise for herself. Not yet, but it's yeah. coming. That's great. Um, what, um, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten about your writing? The best compliment anyone can give me is that they really felt it, that they really felt that it resonated with them what I wrote resonated with them and it made a difference. My heart lies with encouraging and uplifting people in a way. Writing copy is a great way to express that, but I also really love to teach and I love to train and I love to encourage people. So I, I also do that. I have some groups and some people that I, that I help coach and train and it's just so fulfilling. So if someone can tell me that they really felt something that I wrote, that's like, the highest standard of compliment for me. Yeah, that's outstanding. Um, what do you do when, and it happens to every writer on the planet, you're there and the words aren't coming and you're struggling and maybe you're under a deadline, maybe you're not, but, but you're trying to do what you know you need to do and it's just not happening. How do you get past that? I will go read something else and just unplug my brain from that for a moment or I'll open up a blank document and just start writing anything that comes into my mind about it. A lot of times I find that you'll catch on a phrase or something that you typed out, not thinking it was anything. And suddenly, Oh, that's it. That's the thing. So yeah, I try to keep that information flowing through other people's inspiration, but also I just let the words come out and sometimes something pops forward. What, um, I had something there and now it's gone. <laughs> um, what do you read? Do you, do you read marketing books? Do you read books about writing? Do you read fiction? Do you read everything? I don't read books about copywriting, but I do read a lot of business and marketing books. So anything that talks about business development, it offers promoting your business and growth and reaching people, engaging people. So anything psychology like that, um, sales and messaging. Mm-hmm. I, I love reading fiction. I don't have a lot of time to do it, but I'm very, very particular in what I read when it comes to fiction. It has to be good writing. Like mm. the story could be great, but if they can't put a sentence together, I'm sorry, I'm super particular, <laughs> but yeah. Is there a fiction writer that you particularly like? You know, there's a local gal that I went to school with who, it must be, we must be good writers in Iowa, but she mm-hmm. writes um, like contemporary fiction, just funny. If a book can make me laugh, that is amazing. I feel like that is the true hallmark of a good writer is somebody who can make someone laugh just by the words that they say, you know, no physical expression, no slapstick, visual, anything, just the words. And she can do that. Like she can draw those fun situations out of normal life. Her name's Melissa Tag, and I just think she's great. And it's so fun to be able to support another local Iowa girl, too. That comes back to, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this, but that comes back to what you talked about originally, which is you got to feel it. 
that, that the writing, that's what you look for in good writing, that's what you strive for when you do it, which is writing that makes you feel something. Right. You won't remember it if you don't feel anything. Perfect. Just words. just words. Perfect. That's the perfect way to wrap this up. Thank you so much. I've been talking with Krista Nichols, owner of Hub Creative Media in, uh, in Iowa, and a really clever and very good writer who is well-known in the field and makes people feel something when you write stuff. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.